It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we try to connect the dots as best we can between our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual selves, because that's ultimately how you stay healthy. Um, You know, 2020 and now more than half of 2021 is teaching us the importance of taking responsibility for our own personal health. And that means being aware of what you put in your body in terms of nutrition and what you do with your stress level and what you do with exercise and sleep. So I'm going to encourage you to go to my website. It's www synergyconnectionradio.com. And on that website, you will see a link to Boomers Forever Young. And if you go into their website, you can sign up for a free newsletter that'll educate you. They have podcasts in there. They have uh, thousands of testimonials. Uh, They have wonderful videos and blogs on their products. But I want you to look at a couple of products in particular. We know that the importance of D3 even though we're here in Florida, we need, um, I take 10,000 international units of D3 every single day. And my immune system is, uh, the number you're looking for is above 70. Uh, Mine is an 82. So you want something that's strong and healthy when you're in the face of these variants and different bacteria that's out there, different viruses that are out there. Uh, So look at the D3. Another product to look at is the barley and you have heirloom barley and gladiator barley. Heirloom is 10 um, pre-digested proteins and the gladiator is 20. So you can use it as a meal replacement or you can just um, use it on a daily basis to, it it will rid toxins from the body. It builds up your um, muscles. um, It reduces inflammation. And that's the big key is if your inflammation level is below one, and I tell people this, mine is a 0.3. I have virtually hardly any inflammation in my body. And so you want your immune system to be above 70. You want your C-reactive protein test to show that your inflammation is below one. Um, If you do those two things, if you just know those two numbers and do those two things, you are going to be so much healthier and able to fight off whatever is coming down the road because now we have another variant called mu, MU, (laughs) and we don't know where that's going. Um, And there's probably three or four more that are backed up behind that. So it's time to take responsibility. And that means, you know, looking at your health, looking at yourself in the mirror, what do you need to do differently? So I have as my guest today, I'm so excited that I have him. Um, I have Dr. K and this is what he prefers to be called. Otherwise I would murder his name. I know. And he understands the prescription for your wellness lies in a blend of both modern and ancient medicine. Uh, He's board certified in sleep medicine, internal medicine, geriatrics, and functional medicine. And he's also a certified energy mastery practitioner. And what's kind of fun about that, and I was telling him before we started recording, um, I am and have been an energy healer for about 25 years. And um, when my husband, uh, before he died, about three and a half years before he died, uh, he had pericardial effusion. 
So he had 500 cc's of fluid that was crushing his heart. And they told me he had an hour and a half to live. And Dr. K doesn't know this about me. So this will be, uh, you know, an introductory to my type of energy healing. But they left me in ICU with him thinking that, okay, he's got an hour and a half. We're going to give them this time together. I heard very clearly in my head, in my brain, put your right hand on the top of his head, put your left hand on his heart. And in my human nature, uh, not my being, uh, which is who we are spiritually, um, I thought, well, what on earth is that going to do if he's got an hour and a half to live? But I did what I was told, you know, because that's the spiritual voice talking to me. And it took 30 seconds for his oxygen level to go from 76 to 98. They came running down the hall, you know, from ICU down that hall. And they said, we don't know what you're doing, but we can take him to surgery now. So whatever happened, I believe that if you are in alignment with your chakras, that you can uh, absolutely go right to divine energy and divine energy can come right through you to do anything. And I think that's what happened because it wasn't me that healed him at that moment, but it was something way beyond me. And it happens whenever I work with people. So we're both energy healers, which is really kind of cool. So welcome, Dr. K. Well, thank you very much, Lucy, for inviting me on the Synergy Radio Show. I uh, really appreciate this opportunity to be able to communicate and uh, give my perspective, uh, not only about COVID, but general health to your audience. Uh-huh. Um, and I agree with you, energy healing is sometimes miraculous. It's I've noticed... Uh, so many miracles, um, you know, I witnessed miracles by other healers and, uh, and I personally have, um, have gotten people healed who were terminal or who are going to die within a few days. Mm-hmm. So I completely relate to your experience with, uh, with your husband. Yeah. It was, um, it was mind boggling. I mean, I really did not know what happened. I just know that his oxygen went from, like I said, 76 to 98. And they had said, you know, you can't give oxygen to somebody and just have the oxygen level go up because I thought you could. I, I thought you just put the oxygen mask on and boom, it would go up. But they said, no, it has to be on a cellular level. And his uh, legs had already started modeling. So they knew that it was fairly soon to his death. So he wasn't supposed to die, I guess. And I wasn't supposed to be widowed, you know, at that particular time, you know, later, yes, but, you know, not then. That is wonderful. And especially, you know, we'll chat more about it later in the, in the conversation, uh, especially these types of skills. Mm-hmm. These are like gold these days because you can't use a regular antibiotic like penicillin like we used to do for every bacterial illness Right. Uh, in the last hundred years with the COVID and all these viruses. You cannot use an antibiotic because that's not going to work. Right. So you had to work on the energy of the person, on the mind of the person. So I think these are these are like gold. And me and you know the value and importance. You know, I, I, I work on myself every day. I do the healing on myself, on my chakras every day. And this has really helped me to be uh, infection-free over the last uh, one and a half to two years. Um, you know, I haven't taken off a sick day so far. You know, I'm, I'm exposed to COVID every day, you know, one way or the other in spite of wearing uh, equipment. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, I have been I've been able to stay healthy, and uh, you know, obviously the vitamins are very big, and I know you're taking vitamins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not that uh, what should I say as regimented as you are on taking them every day. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but uh, but working on my energy has been a um, has been a godsend, I would say. Absolutely. Now, one of the things you do, and I thought it might be interesting for people to hear about this. I know a little bit but you do heavy metal detoxification. So uh, how do people get heavy metals in their body and how do you help them get rid of them? Yeah, so we are exposed to heavy metals through air. There's air pollution. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't have a good filter in the air conditioning equipment, it gets into the house or, or, or at work. You know, most of the work or commercial air conditioners, they don't have uh, good filters. They have regular filters. Right. So you're exposed to them in ambient air. And then you get them through water, even though you may filter them, sometimes they get in. And then lastly, you get exposed to heavy metals through food. Uh, you know, the food, depending on where it's produced and how it is cultivated, food tends to accumulate poison or toxicity over time. Uh, especially if you look at the food pyramid where, you know, you're at the top of the pyramid is a meat and the bottom there are more plants. So if you're on a more meat-based diet, which is what most... Uh, most people are both in um, developed world and in third world, then you tend to accumulate more toxins and more heavy metals. Yeah, even if uh, it's grass-fed beef, um, the grass, you know, depending on where it is, is going to have toxins in it that then go into the cow, which then goes into you. That is true. You know, these days, you know, most of the time the sky is overcast. We don't know what they're putting in jet fuel and stuff, you know, like all of that falls on the ground. Um, There's a lot of aluminum in the ambient air, you know, um, especially, you know, we all live in cities or majority of us live in cities and it's it's really hard to escape, uh, you know, that toxicity. Mm -hmm. How do you go about helping somebody get rid of toxins that might already be in their body? That's a really good question. So, you know, we have done IV infusions with uh, high-dose vitamin C. It's a potent antioxidant. Um, You know, sometimes you can use homeopathic supplements. Um, For a lot of my clients, I recommend them to go to a really good infrared sauna, which, uh, you know, which has low EMF. Infrared sauna makes you sweat and release the toxins along with the heavy metals. It also makes your skin healthier. Yeah. Now you actually have one of those at your, your clinic, right? We're, we're in the process of getting it. I, uh, you know, I wanted to set it up two years ago, but then when the COVID came, you know, we, we actually yeah. did not, we did not put it in because we were not sure if people are going to come in. Yep. Uh, yeah. But there are a lot of, you know, in Clearwater, Tampa area, there's a lot of uh, facilities with infrared saunas. And so by sweating it out of your body, um, you, you said that is better for your skin too. Yeah, your skin is the biggest organ in the body. So mm-hmm. by, by working on the skin, the infrared sauna creates heat. So the blood vessels dilate underneath the skin and you start sweating. And by sweating, you release out the toxins. Okay, all right. Um, which is probably one of the reasons that a lot of people, you know, I, I can't remember what they call it, but it's a type of a, a walk that you can do where you, accelerate for, uh, you know, a few minutes and then slow back down again and then accelerate and slow back down so that your body temperature, you know, goes up sufficiently to get rid of toxins. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
So you're going to probably get that into your um, facility sometime in the next like 12 months or so. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Once they once they open up everything with COVID, you know, yeah. Yeah. Now, another thing that both of you, you know, you and I are very much aware of is so many of the people who have died from COVID have been overweight. I don't know what the uh, percentage is where all of a sudden obesity is, is the diagnosis, but uh, it's not that much. I think it's like 30 pounds. And then, you know, you're kind of considered not just overweight, but obese. And so yeah. a, lot, a lot of people carry an extra 30, 40, 50 pounds or more with them. And it yeah. seems like even the children that are, um, you know, on ventilators or that have been hospitalized are significantly overweight. So I know one of the things you work with is weight loss in a healthy way. So um, maybe you can share a little bit about what your understanding is with maintaining, you know, what would be considered a healthy weight for health. Yeah. So I usually use the criterion called BMI. It's called body mass index. So uh, anything between 27 and 30 is called overweight. Anything above 30 is called uh, obesity. Okay. And I think if it's above 40, it's called morbid obesity, you know. Um, so, uh, and I agree with you, obesity is a risk factor for COVID, especially getting complications and being in the ICU and death. Mm-hmm. Those are all, you know, I, I noticed through my personal experience uh, by treating COVID patients that vast majority of them ha- are either overweight or obese. Um, so uh, if, if somebody is obese and then there is, this is a really good time for them to work on weight loss. Uh, in traditional medicine, we offer um, the Fentermin or the Fenfen type drugs that, uh, you know, they actually like speed, they increase the adrenal activity increase the sympathetic activity and you tend to burn more calories. Um, I'm not in favor of that. You know, there, um, it, it may be a good treatment for some client, but for other clients, I've noticed that it can cause heart failure um, and uh, other long-term complications, especially, you know, if they're, if they're elderly age or uh, if it's prescribed for somebody who really doesn't need it. Mm-hmm. So um, I prefer to use like uh, vitamin B12 shots in my office. Um, you know, through infrared sauna, some of my clients have lost a tremendous amount of weight. Um, and I also work on healing the gut because a lot of these clients have major gut issues. Um, they have imbalance in the bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently I worked with a client and um, she was, uh, she's a middle-aged female and we were working on other things to reduce inflammation, but by me prescribing a probiotic, uh, she lost 19 pounds in six weeks. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just, that's just by fixing the guard. Yeah. Right. Because I think a lot of people don't realize that we carry somewhere around five pounds or more of, of I just call it sludge, but it's in our gut. And so she probably had a little more than that. But the probiotic that I use every day um, has a prebiotic. So it has the food of the probiotic in with it. And some of them don't. And, you know, so the less expensive ones that are on the market um, probably don't have the food for the probiotic. And as a result, it takes longer for it to go into effect and it may move through, you know, the stomach uh, into the intestinal tract a little too soon. So, um, you know, that, that is another thing, you know, I think for consideration, 
But um, something that I use, and I don't know whether you use it or not, or you're familiar with it, is um, lignans, L-I-G-N-A-N-S. I and, heard of lignans. Yeah. yeah, and that that is a wonderful antioxidant. But I put it in with um, my probiotics in the morning. And it's the inside of the flaxseed hull. So that little tiny flaxseed, uh, you go about, you know, I don't, I don't know how to do it, but, you know, they have machinery that pulls that uh, inside coating out. And that is the actual lignans. And for women, it helps to restore the hormonal balance uh, that gets disturbed during menopause. For men, it helps with prostate health. And, um, you know, it helps with uh, mood balancing too. So a lot of women that are going through menopause, you know, their moods are all over the place. Um, I wish I had known about it when I was going through menopause. I didn't. Um, and so as a result, you know, it was more up and down stuff. But there's some wonderful things that are on the market that can just make a world of difference that's natural. Yeah, there's, there's so much stuff available in the market, especially health food stores, that it's unbelievable. It's just that people don't know how to use it or they don't have the right guidance. Um, yeah, lignans are really good. Uh, I think the big thing with the flaxseed is it somehow balances the omega-6 and omega-3. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that really brings about healing in terms of reducing inflammation and increasing the energy level of the person. Yeah. Right. Right. Now you do what's called functional medicine, which looks at the, the cause of the illness as opposed to treating the illness. And then you can go in and make those corrections. So if an average person makes an appointment with you, how do you go about, you know, like figuring out exactly where their root illness is so that you can treat the cause? Yeah, one of the biggest challenges with the regular insurance-based practices is the MD does not have enough time with each client. Right, like 15 you know, minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. And then, um, you know, it's not that they're doing it on purpose. You know, like a lot of my friends are doctors. It's just that in an insurance-based practice, you have quotas to meet. Like you have to see 30 or 40 people in a day. Um, you have to treat them properly. So you're trying to do your best, and then you also have to do documentation, you have to file insurance paperwork, you have to talk to the pharmacy. So you have all these other duties. So all these other duties, uh, which we call non-clinical duties, they take your time away from actually interacting with the client face-to-face. So in my office, if there's a one-hour visit, I try to spend the whole hour talking to the client and explaining and listening to them reading symptoms because it takes time to figure out like the true source of the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have clients prepare out of time uh, by filling out questionnaire. Um, uh, it's a really lengthy questionnaire. It talks about diet, about sleep. Um, it talks about um, any stress, like emotional stress in their family life or work life. So it, it touches on whole, all different aspects of their, uh, of their life. So that gives a complete picture even before they come in and visit with me so that we can start having a real conversation. So um, like, I don't know exactly how many levels you would find this, but I would bet that an awful lot of it is related to stress and not sleeping. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. Like uh, it has been documented that in the developed world in Europe and Americas, people have way more stress than when you compare to third world. Doesn't make sense logically, but that's what research has shown. 
a lot of illness is because of stress. You know, if you have chronic stress, then you're reducing acid in the stomach. And once you knock out the acid, then you can't really digest the protein. Now you have undigested food that's going into the small intestine and large intestine. It causes bloating, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, whole sort of other problems. You know, stress also messes up the adrenals. So, you know, people don't know how to wind down at nighttime. They tend to rely on cannabis. You know, I'm not saying cannabis is bad. I prescribed cannabis before. Uh, or they rely on alcohol, which even, you know, which causes other problems. So, you know, they're like one problem leads to another problem and then it, they become a mess. Right, right. Do you talk to them about the importance of, I mean, you know, getting into a good sleep routine as one of the ways to, um, you know, combat what's going on in their body? Yeah, for all of my clients, I figure out what their sleep schedule is. And if we find a problem, we try to address it because, you know, sleep is one third of the life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that sleep is nothing. Uh, you're just laying there, but sleep is very important. Like, especially uh, we call it REM sleep or rapid eye movement sleep. It's very important for um, processing emotions that happen during the day, processing memories. Um, it's, it's very important for regenerating the brain and the skin and the rest of the organs. And uh, if the sleep is disrupted or if it is limited, we call it sleep deprivation then you're uh, curtailing the amount of REM sleep that you get. And that causes, uh, you know, irritability during the daytime that causes increased sugars uh, or tendency to have diabetes and, you know, increased blood pressure and whole sort of other problems. So people begin to truly appreciate the importance of sleep, you know, by just talking to you that, you know, before there are so many people as a psychotherapist um, over the years, there were so many people that were on their computers watching, you know, maybe a late night television show that was not particularly peaceful. Um, You know, the pundits that are out there sharing their political views or otherwise, and then they would try to go to bed and sleep and it just didn't work. They, They were sleeping maybe three or four hours uh, and then they were waking up and they were wired and they weren't sure what to do about it. So, um, uh, you know, I'm glad that you take the time to explain, you know, the reduction of and like read a book, listen to some music, uh, maybe go for a walk, uh, take a hot shower before you go to bed. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of calm the mind and the body down. Yeah, you know, for babies, you know, we we put them on a bedtime schedule, right? We we, we sing a lullaby or we read to them or there is a set schedule every day. But somehow people lose track of that when they go into teenage or adult years. They think that they don't need a schedule. They can do whatever at bedtime. It's not. It doesn't work. So you have to look at it from a baby point of view. Mm-hmm. If you mess with the schedule on one day, the baby is not going to fall asleep and it's going to be a nightmare for the parents. So, right, right. Um, yeah, the number one thing I do with all of my clients is to have them get rid of electronics from their bedroom, like remove the TVs and cell phones and everything. Is that a hard thing for them to do once they understand? Yeah, even, yeah, <laughs> even after explaining some of them, yeah, yeah it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, habits are hard to break for a lot of people. So, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't give up watching my favorite show in bed. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the things that I've talked to some of my clients about that I still see is, you know, instead of watching television, let's go to bed and just snuggle. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be, you know, sexually orientated as much as it is just give a back rub, 
you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, hold each other, you know, mm-hmm. as you go to sleep and that, you know, get into like a breathing routine with each other where you're breathing a more peaceful breath. Um, but all of those things can make a difference in falling asleep rather than just laying next to each other. Yeah, those are all, yeah, those are all good ideas. Yeah. Mm. Um, you do yoga and meditation, I guess, yourself and you teach it. Yeah, in my office, you know, I, I used to do a lot of it before COVID. After COVID, we, we curtailed those activities because of, you know, um, right. contact. Uh, so, yeah, so um, I'm a big proponent of yoga. You know, a lot of people have back issues because they're, they're slouched down. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, uh, they're on the desk most days in, in corporate environment. Whether corp- I, I think there's no corporate now. They work from home. So um, a lot of people have back issues. And a really good way to enhance the core strength and fix back problems is doing yoga. Uh, and as you know, yoga also works on you know, aligning the chakras, balancing them. Right. Uh, there, there, there's so many other things. Just doing the breathing part of yoga helps, you know, reset the adrenals. Um, and uh, and meditation is also big. You know, I uh, almost all of my clients, I explain to them that they have to get into a meditative practice. Um, you know, it helps with their emotions. It helps with their energy level. Uh, it, it helps uh, heal them in so many different ways. I know Deepak Chopra was, you know, and still is very much active in meditation. Um, I have found uh, a person that I didn't know existed until recently, and maybe you know about him, but his name is Moji. He does a lot of meditation, and I think he maybe is from India, but um, I think it's M-O-O-J-I. I think it's Moji. Emoji. Okay, I haven't heard about them, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he can put you to sleep very quickly <laughs> because his voice yeah. is almost mesmerizing. You know, as you listen to him, he he has that rhythm. Um, so you kind of are almost within a few minutes. You know, very much at peace uh, with whatever he's talking about. But he focuses a lot on peaceful breathing, meditative kind of breathing. That's so wonderful. when you were teaching that you know, how, what did you use, you know, just the count method, you know, with meditation or what? So the, the meditation that I practice is it's uh, it, it focus on the heart, on the heart center and the crown mm-hmm. center. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you put your hands and you bless the planet in front of you with peace and love. And after that, you chant either Om or Amen um, after closing your eyes. And then mm-hmm. there's a period of silence. And in the period of silence, then you just let the thoughts pass by. Actual, you experience the actual meditation. So it's more, uh, it's more about compassion and universal service type meditation. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Are you familiar with, um, uh, I'm trying to think if it's called the Center for Attitudinal Healing. Um, but it's HeartMath, the HeartMath Institute. Are you familiar with them out in California? I heard about HeartMath. I, I know of some practitioners in Clearwater and Tampa where they use the HeartMath device to get mm-hmm. uh, heart rate variability readings. Yeah. Right. Because if when you get into heart coherence, then you are truly you know, in a healthy place. And they have a device. It's called the Inner Balance device. Mm-hmm. I actually own one. But you clip it to your ear. And then um, it, 
you know, it works with your cell phone, which is kind of interesting. So I've talked to a couple of doctors about it with their patients. And um, it, there's a mandala that is on your cell phone. And so the mandala breathes. And as it breathes, then you think you're breathing to it, you move into heart coherence and it tells you. So it's a very, it's a good visual to tell you whether you're there or not. It goes from red when you're not in heart coherence to uh, green when you are. So it's red, blue, green, um, which is kind of interesting because, um, you know, red to me is the, the root chakra, but your blue is your throat chakra and your green is your heart chakra. So when you get into heart chakra, heart coherence, you know, it tends to work and it helps people uh, get that busy chatter out of their head because a lot of people don't know how to do that. I mean, even with breathing, they still have all of the interruptive thoughts. That is true. They're all over the place. And uh, as a practitioner, sometimes I find it hard for uh, to have them focus on the visit because uh -huh. they're sometimes they go on and on about the same issue back and forth. Um, and, you know, all of those uh, mindfulness techniques help them become more focused, more grounded, more centered uh -huh. and be in their body. Yeah. 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 And, and learning how to actually be there and not be someplace else, <laughs> you know, yeah. being in the moment as opposed to, oh, okay, what am I doing a half an hour from now? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. 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 Um, you also mentioned um, marijuana prescriptions, you know, in your website. So let's talk a little bit about that because it seems like every block anymore, if you go up and down 19, Almost every block has two or three marijuana uh, distributors or dispensaries. Uh, dispensaries. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, long time ago there was a in uh, in, the, in the state of Florida there was a rule that you know I think there can be only one dispensary for every twenty five miles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so there was a rule because they don't want uh, like the regular people like you and others you know you don't want a dispensary by your house. Okay. Mm -hmm because uh, you don't want a bunch of junkies lining up over there and getting the product. Uh, but lately they have liberalized that because this is only medical marijuana, it's not recreational. Right. And they have removed that rule. So that's why you're seeing more and more dispensaries. Mm -hmm. And as time passed by, more and more people are getting the medical card or the prescription. So there are a lot more uh, Florida residents who are using it. And, uh, and it's very good. You know, it helps relieve anxiety. It helps relieve pain. You know, we use medical marijuana for a lot of stage four cancer patients, uh, for patients with seizures. You know, we completely don't understand the mechanism, but it reduces the incidence of seizures, mm -hmm. especially for people who have failed the traditional treatment with uh, things like, uh, you know, uh, Keppra, Vimpat, like the traditional drugs, if they fail those drugs, then the only other option is to use um, either CBD oil or a combination of CBD or THC. Uh, so we use it a lot for seizures. We use for PTSD, uh, people who have post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, they wake up every night with nightmares. Um, cannabis, especially the sativa version helps them stay asleep. So they're either not having nightmares or if they have a nightmare, it's like a mini nightmare. They're not sweating. It's very brief. Um, so they get a significant relief from anxiety and PTSD. Which oh. is wonderful because we've had so many people back from 
more recently, Afghanistan, but, you know, Iraq, uh, there are still Vietnam vets that are struggling. Uh, and so this might make all the difference in the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every year we, we are using more and more routes, you know, like, for example, I only use tincture or capsule when I first started. Now there is edible, now they sell gummies. Mm-hmm. Now, now there is a smokable form, you can smoke the flower. And, and each different route has different indications. Like for example, one particular store has patch. So if you're having back pain, you can just put the patch and it will slowly release the THC over like a day or two. So, so the patient that uses a patch, let's say, mm-hmm. are they going to experience any issues in terms of driving or doing their job or you know feeling high with that patch on? No, we try to make sure that they don't get a high because we start with a really low dose. Uh-huh. Well, you know, the medical cannabis, uh, you know, obviously if they want to, they can double up on the dose and get a high. But most patients who come for medical cannabis, they're actually looking for relief of their symptoms, whether it is nausea from chemotherapy or pain or anxiety. And we dose it from the lowest. We go from like five milligrams and 10 milligrams, 20 milligrams. And with those dosages, usually they don't get a high. Okay, so as soon as they get symptom relief, that's the level they stay at pretty much, unless they get yeah. used to it and you have to up it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I remember when my, my husband died of cancer, and but he stopped eating the last, I would say, six months of his life pretty much. And um, so that might have made all the difference for him. Yeah, it, uh, for most of the clients, it increases the hunger. You know, they tend to gain weight a, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, um, mm-hmm. and especially cancer clients, you know, they cannot handle the chemo. They're so nauseated. It helps with the nausea. Right, right. And I think there's a condition, I, this was what he was diagnosed with at the very end called cachexia. And, you know, you, if you have so many chemo drugs over a period of time, your body basically says, I don't want to exist anymore you know i'm no longer interested in food and so no matter what you do you know you could give them their most favorite food in the world and they wouldn't eat it they would not eat it yeah i agree yeah yeah so that does happen it happened in his case but i'm just thinking it might have made a difference if he had been able to let's get uh some gummies in him or something like that that might have made a difference and also in the medical community, there's much more acceptance now compared mm-hmm. to like five years ago. You know, um, there's more awareness of what medical cannabis can do. Right. Um, it's much more mainstream. It's not just Colorado and California where you right. can get it. It's, it's available in more states now. So there's more awareness now compared to like five years ago. So are there a lot more medical doctors that are getting licensed to actually give prescriptions because I, I did check into it. He has been deceased now for four years, but he was in a nursing home uh, almost a whole year before that. And um, yeah, you, you're right. I mean, they basically looked at me like I had two heads and said, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, no, we're yeah. not going down that road with you. And so there were very few that you could even get a medical card. And it took as much as three to six months to get the card. So what is the timeline on that now? So now, you know, from the time they visit me, it uh, takes five business days. It, it has to wow. go to the state, the state and the state approves and uh, they can go to any dispensary. Yeah. That is so interesting. Cause I mean, it's not been that long ago 
And yeah, to think yeah. that I was told three to six months to get a card, I knew he would be dead, you know, by that is true. And so now it's five days. Wow. That's yeah. pretty incredible. Wow. Um, all right. So I want to also talk about energy healing a little bit because we, we touched on that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I started out as um, taking uh, level one and two and three of, of Reiki. Um, but I found personally that I wasn't doing Reiki as much as I was being guided on how to touch somebody or, you know, I'd always ask permission. Sometimes they could feel the energy just with my hands coming in close and they would be like, oh my gosh, you know, the heat from your hands, or I can feel the vibrations from your hands. But how do you go about doing energy healing? Yeah, I use my hands most of the time. Um, you know, obviously in the office, I have uh, like a laser crystal that I can use. I have also a quartz crystal that mm-hmm. I use. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a higher level of healing. So um, um, so essentially me working on the individual chakras, the meridians, removing the blocks, you know, you can use uh, divine intention as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, are they laying on a table or, or if they can't they, lay down, do they sit? I, I have them sit usually. If they're not able to sit, if they're too weak, then I'll have them lay down. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I have and, also done, I've also done distance sessions remotely. And uh-huh. those are exactly the same thing. Most people don't, uh, if they're new, they don't understand. They, uh, they feel that they have to be in person, but it can be done remotely also. Right, right. Now, for me, if I do somebody remotely, and I don't do very many of those, um, I have to know them a little bit, you know, before I can go. And but if I know, and I know where their pain is, like if it's shoulder or low back or foot or something, I can actually hold them in my mind. And then go. Is that how you do it? Yeah, so I usually get a, either a picture or their name, date of birth, sometimes an identifier, and then um, get on the phone with them at least and then start working on them. Okay, all right. So many people think that is um, like magical, I, I guess, maybe would be the word to describe it. That You know, it's difficult for people to understand that we are nothing more. In fact, with little kids, I will talk to them and say, you know, we're 50 trillion cells inside of our body and we vibrate we are vibrational frequencies that's what we are but we're in cells we're in tissue we're in organs and so a lot of kids it's kind of fun because they have played these virtual reality games and so i say so your body is like a virtual reality suit it holds all of those cells and atoms together but they're still vibrating and so when you're born you're in a little body suit And then by the time you become, you know, old, uh, which to them might be 50, but uh, when you become older, your bodysuit has changed. It's it's still a bodysuit. And then someday when you don't need it anymore, then the bodysuit goes away, but you're still there. Your your frequencies are still there. And so that's kind of a fun way for kids because in many instances, they've had grandparents die because of COVID or aunts or uncles or something. And so they think they're gone forever. But the reality is, you know, they, they can still be a part of their life. All you have to do is ask. That is true. Ask for that frequency to be there for you. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. 
So my, you know, like, uh, obviously, you know, like uh, I'm open to clients and I'm open to working with them. Uh, but on the other side, I also teach the energy healing. I do mm-hmm. a weekend uh, or a two day workshop. Oh, really? Where, How do you do, where do you do that? Yeah, in my office. Um, so at the end of the workshop, you know, they've already um, been trained and they have worked on the other students and they can start working on themselves or their family members. So my goal is also to teach the clients so that, you know, they don't have to depend me on me or somebody, they can also work on themselves. And that is super cool. Um, yeah. I don't know yeah. of anyone who's doing that. So that's beautiful that you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. How often do you do those uh, trainings? So I do them once uh, every two to three months. My next training is November 21st and 22nd. Okay, so November 21st and 22nd. So I'll put that, uh, when I put the show up, I will put that information and maybe a link so that you can go and sign up. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Is there anything else on today's show that you want people to know about what you do or how you do it or your background that you feel would be important? Um, I believe, you know, uh, as we were talking before this uh, meeting, you know, there's a lot of fear about dying from COVID. Uh, There's a lot of, um, what should I say, confusion about what to do for kids, what to do for work. Um, I believe people have to start trusting their own intuition. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know we, we want to listen to authority figures from government and so forth. Uh, but they have to do what's right uh, for their body and their situation right. and, and really start listening to themselves, you know, just like we used to do 100 years ago when we were living in the forest or the woods. Right. And, you know, <laughs> and we didn't have anybody saying you have to show up uh, for, you know, some sort of inoculation in order to keep you safe. You were lucky yeah. if you could live in the woods and away from a lot of the disease and pestilence that was all around 100 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It has been a really big wake up wake up call for a lot of a lot of people because in the past they used to believe that they can rely on the medical system and be healed with any problem. Mm-hmm. Which is partly true. It's not completely true, but it is partly true even now. But they have realized that with COVID, there's not much that the traditional medicine can offer anymore. Um, except, you know, maybe some steroids, some antiviral drugs, you know, which may or may not work. They really had to work on prevention, which, you know, which we have to do anyway. You know, if we have to live a healthy, long life without being stuck in a nursing home and we're 80 years old. Um, So, um, so really they have to trust their own intuition and start really working on their health uh, and make it a priority. You know, I think that has been the most, if there is something that's a positive about COVID, I know we've had, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people who've died worldwide. But the positive to me has been that it is that wake up call, you know, that all of a sudden the food that we eat is not as nutritious as it was a hundred years ago or even 50 years ago, because our soils are so depleted. Organic does not necessarily make up the difference. Uh, It's helpful. You know, it has less pesticides, but like you said, we don't know what's raining down from the sky sometimes, you know, on food, on grass, on things that, uh, you know, our animals are eating. And so as a result, I think that personal responsibility is, is just key anymore. I mean, you know, get up and move, uh, you know, rebond with nature, 
um, go out and hug a tree, walk in the grass barefoot, maybe as long as there's not red ants around, um, you know, look at your sleep, look at things that are, that are causing stress, you know, for you, um, make sure that you're managing that much better. But there's things that we personally can do. And it's not just showing up at your doctor's office and saying, you know, give me the latest injection. Um, that is probably not the answer because there are too many people now getting COVID that have been vaccinated, you know, and so they're realizing that these variants that are coming down the road, whether it's the Delta or Mu uh, or something else, you know, six weeks from now, how many vaccines are you going to want to take? And what are all those vaccines maybe doing uh, to your system, disrupting it from being able to function the way it's supposed to function? There's so much controversy, there's so much confusion. It's, it's a never-ending, you know, saga or whatever, you know. Uh, it's overwhelming for, for a lay person. Right. Um, right. But, 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 you know, at any point of time, they can actually work on their health. It's, it's their time. Right. Um, you know, they can turn off the TV and be active, you know, both socially, physically, communicate with the other members in their neighborhood, talk to, actually go and talk to their neighbor, you know. Uh, you know, Even like, if they're six six feet apart <laughs> with a mask on, I yeah. mean, at least they're communicating yeah. and they're not yeah. hiding. And and fear, you know, fear is such a huge stress builder, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. everybody has been so afraid. And then all of these people that you know were in um, assisted livings. I mean, I, I just felt horrible, you know, looking at that situation because they need contact more than anybody. That is and true. You couldn't go. You couldn't touch them. You couldn't hug them. You couldn't say, you know, it's going to get better because you didn't know if it was going to get any better. And were they going to die? So we have been bombarded with fear. You know, there isn't a single news that is still going on, whether it's in the morning or at night. There's no newscast that doesn't start with where we are with COVID. And so it is frightening beyond belief to the majority of people. Yeah, yeah. So we, we just need more love and compassion, you know, like, uh, just like what it used to be when we were tribal people, you know. Right, exactly, exactly. Well, let everybody know how they can reach you. And it will be on uh, the website when it comes up on um, Spotify and everybody else. But um, let them know again how to get hold of you. Yeah. Um, so um, my website is, do you want me to go ahead and tell you the website? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. Please. My website is uh, www.intherapeutics.com. -E uh, and my uh, phone number for the office is area code 813-337-7535. Again, the number is 813-337-7535. Um, I'm also available on Facebook. You can send me a DM. Um, you can type in Integrative Therapeutics. My page should be there. Um, I'm on YouTube. Um, it will say, I think, iTherapeutics. So um, you can reach me on any of those platforms. Uh, and again, you know, my job is to serve as many people as possible. And uh, Lucy, thanks for giving this opportunity to reach your audience. Oh, I, it's been my pleasure. It really has. And I will definitely be swinging by because it's not that far for me to come visit you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Everybody who's been listening to the show, please share with your family, friends, neighbors, 
I think Dr. K has a lot of wonderful information and knowledge uh, about staying healthy or how to get healthy. And in the meantime, please go out there and make this your best life. Visit me on the website, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. See you next time. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.